This is the Retail Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you education, information, and inspiration, only on market scale. On that third mega trend, where consumers really have taken over the shopping channel, they're walking into stores a lot more informed. We don't hide from the fact that retail is difficult, you know, every day is a challenge, but that excites the customer, they love that. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm your host, Tyler Kern, and joining me is Shoei Poon. He is the VP of Business Development for Octopus Management Solutions. Shoei, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Tyler, the pleasure is all mine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to get a chance to talk to you because today we're talking about technology in retail and uh, for restaurants. And there's really been a lot of panic throughout the retail industry that it's dying or that it's going away. Uh, But recently, we've seen companies really adapt their strategies to more adequately cope with these changing times. So how are we seeing retail, maybe not so much die, but really change and transform in front of our eyes? Yeah, Tyler, you know, the the thing about working with retailers and restaurants over the years is that what we really found out about restaurants and retailers is that they get into the business because they love working with people. They love, you know, creating products, uh, making food for people that come into their stores and just have an enjoyable time. And what we find is that restaurants and retailers don't want to get bogged down by technology that affects the reason why they love having their businesses. But at the same time, the retail and restaurant industry is changing so much and our customers are getting um, getting so bogged down by new technology uh, that is in- impacting their e-commerce store, that is impacting their physical store, the way they are interacting with customers. And so they really have to start looking at technology. So what we found is that by having retailers and restaurants work with partners like us that could work hand-to-hand with them, we find that retailers and restaurants are really leveraging new solutions to have a better experience for their customers and really get out of this situation where they they are faced by um, increased online challenges, they are faced by increased uh, competition online, yeah, absolutely. Because I think I think you're absolutely right that people get into retail because uh, they like that human interaction, or they get into uh, the food industry because they they like to cook, or they're good at it, and that sort of thing. So I think what you do in the technology space really is able to help free people up, you know, who might be chefs or who might be uh, interested in clothing or something like that, frees them up to do what they do well uh, because you're able to do your job on the technology end. Absolutely, and I think our customers really value what we're able to bring to them. And when when they trust us to do our job to help them with their businesses, I think that's where we really see a win-win partnership develop. And a lot of our customers have become really strong advocates and case studies for us that allow us to kind of share their experiences working with us with other retailers and restaurants that we are currently uh, pitching to work with as well. Right, absolutely. So uh, the strategies that seem to be uh, the most effective um, for retailers are the ones that are kind of blending e-commerce with brick and mortar, right? So uh, creating that experience for customers that, uh, that is seamless across both of those avenues. So how are tech companies like what you do at Octopus Management Solutions uh, really helping retailers achieve that goal uh, of being able to, uh, to kind of seamlessly interact in both of those arenas? So 
Thailand, you know, the one thing that we realize is that a lot of retailers currently are using separate systems uh, for online and a separate system for their physical in-store. And a lot of these systems don't talk to each other. So one of the, the, the trends that we see right now uh, for retailers is really to offer buy online, pick up in-store for the shoppers to be able to um, you know, go through the catalog online and be able to pick up on the same day or pick up when it's convenient for them in the physical store. Um, you know, we read reports about how uh, by 2024, which is really just in five years time, nine out of 10 retailers are expected to offer that uh, ability to buy online and pick up in store. So we really see this as a trend that will be taking over uh, all the retailers and how they interact with customers uh, moving forward. So back to what I talked about in terms of, you know, our retailers using different systems for their online e-commerce and a different system for their physical store, a lot of work has to be done to be able to integrate the data that is coming in from the different parts of the business, or whether it's online or in the physical store, and be able to, to have the store operations work to, to allow customers to be able to, to buy online and pick up in store. So I think technology like that, that integrates the different touch points of customers really allow our uh, retailers to be able to move to the next level in terms of offering um, solutions and pickup options for customers. So what, what are some of the downfalls of having separate systems? Why is that such a bad idea for retailers? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of uh, what happens at the operational level is not... Um, that obvious to the customers. I mean, customers really just want a seamless experience, right? So when you log into your online account at a retailer, you want to be able to see your customer history uh, in terms of your purchase history, uh, the kind of uh, order status for your various orders. You want to be able to see your loyalty points. You want to be able to uh, look at all that in a very simple dashboard. But at the operational level, for a retailer on managing data that comes in from online orders, that comes in from a customer uh, purchasing in-store, uh, when you're managing, managing inventory information, uh, delivery information, all of that, you do work with different suppliers and different tech, um, logistics providers, and those data doesn't necessarily uh, talk to each other, which means that the customer doesn't get all that data in a simple uh, seamless dashboard online. So when the customer doesn't get all that all that data, they kind of they, they sometimes get a bit frustrated because they expect everything to be um, to be there and and then that really leads to uh, a customer experience that may not be as positive for the retailer if a customer is not able to quickly get those information that they want to uh, at any time that they want to. Absolutely. And it, you, you've brought up data and mentioned data a couple of times now at this point. That really plays a big role in this too, because 
um, because I, I think that also retailers want to be able to to know who their customers are. And if they have two sets of data coming from two different uh, places, then I suppose it'd be really hard to synthesize all of that into one spot to then say, okay, these are our customers and this is who's coming into our store and this is where we get repeat business and all of the other things that you can learn from compiling your data. Right, Tyler. I think where our retailers really appreciate the data being synced and the data being captured and analyzed is that you know very quickly they can find out who their best customers are and you know to be honest the best customers that you have as a retailer they end up being your best salesman because they're going to be the ones telling their friends they're going to be the ones telling their family to shop at your store so as a retailer you want to be able to capture all that data you know between your front end and your back end systems synthesize that data and understand uh, who your best customers are and you know act on that information to really help bring more people into your store. Yeah, and, and more than just that, I think that um, it's also you would want that data as an effective marketing tool, right? So the more that you know who your customer base is, the more that you're then able to reach out to that group. So it's not just for that one specific customer, but it's also just knowing which group of, of people make up your best customers. So then you're able to advertise to that group of people or provide incentives and that sort of thing. So it, it can go so much wider than just uh, the one customer experience. If you know who your customers are, then you're also able to then uh, to reach out to them on a more effective and regular basis. Yeah, absolutely right, uh, Tyler. I think... Uh... One of the key things that we do with our customers is that we always do a customer journey mapping with them for their retail store to really understand, you know, the different touch points that their customers have uh, in their store. So um, how their customers gain awareness firstly of the store, when they enter the store, you know, how do they find products, how do they decide on buying products, how they make payments. And not just that, after they make payment, after they leave the store, we kind of want to know how they, they continue to interact with your store, whether is it um, you know, sharing the products online on their Instagram feed, uh, whether is it um, uh, uh, you know, going online and posting reviews of the product that they bought in your store. We want a whole cycle of how the customer interacts with you uh, before, during, and after they visit your store. In that way, you really understand the customer journey well and, and can really plan on interacting with the customers at every touch point. Yeah, that's that's absolutely important in, in this day and age. And I think that that uh, is a really great example of how you are helping your, your clients uh, really bridge that gap between uh, the brick and mortar experience, but also the e-commerce experience. And I think that that's really a, a vital thing that you're able to, that you're able to provide. Um, now, obviously you have clients and you've worked with clients that range from everything from kind of small boutique stores all the way up to kind of bigger retail establishments. So how do you uh, craft specific solutions that work well for different size retailers? Because not all of them are going to present the same challenge, right? Yeah, I think what we've found is that every customer uh, that we work with or every retailer that we work with are on a different part of this same journey. They are all looking at the retail industry changing and how they can transform as well, but everyone is at a different step of the way. So we have um, customers that are ready to take on um, 
you know, very transformative solutions in store, um, self-service kiosks for their customers to make their orders, uh, self-service uh, kiosks for customers to uh, pick up orders. Um, so, you know, your self-pickup lockers or self-pickup locations in stores. Uh, but we still have the smaller cafes that want to have that person-to-person -person interaction with each customer and they don't want to change like all the customer touch points to a different technology. So what we find is that by being, uh, by understanding our customers uh, where they are on this journey, we can then work them to implement solutions that will work together with how they want to run their business. I think that's always uh, going to work uh, best for our customers that, that we work with. Yeah, and if these customers haven't been uh, utilizing an omnichannel experience for their customer base, uh, how long does it take to kind of fully integrate them into something like that and, and to, to walk them through that process of beginning to, uh, to approach their customer base differently than what they've done in the past? That's a good question. And a lot of our customers ask us to give them a sort of a timeline. They want to be able to, to be in control of the whole process. But we always tell them that this is going to be a transformation and it's going to be a step-by-step -step process. What we always recommend our retailers to do is to designate a store as kind of a pilot test for us to, to test out solutions, right? Because we don't want to implement technology for the sake of implementing the technology. We want to make sure that we implement technology that their customers, the, the retailers and their customers can test out and then we can work together and keep improving that technology. So we always ask them for a pilot test that can be done. We will implement a few solutions at a time instead of doing like a major overhaul. So, you know, if it's going to be a uh, self-service uh, ordering kiosk for customers that walk in, uh, we want to just have one or two kiosks in one particular store. Uh, but still allow customers to be able to order at the counter, still be able to allow them to be able to order at the table, for instance, um, and just see how those different technologies work out and play out in store before we change the entire process in the store. Um, so it's going to be, it's going to take some time, I would say, uh, but at the same time, getting, getting that pilot off the ground is usually uh, something that can be done quickly. So it's not, uh, it's not something that's not uh, that that is is going to take a very long time for for even the larger uh, chain stores or, or or fast food chains. So I think one of the things that that I've certainly noticed uh, across a number of different industries is that everybody says, oh yeah, we want to have more technology and have more data, but they aren't always sure exactly what to what to do with it. Um, they, they want technology for the sake of having it and they want data for the sake of having it. So how do you help people really uh, understand what your technology is capable of and how it's able to um, be a big part of what they're doing? I think where we are really focused on is uh, on our core business of um, providing a point of sale platform and a suite of solutions kind of around that, that is all collecting data. But you're right in the sense that a lot of our retailers are also asking us, you know, what they can do with all the data that we are collecting for them. 
you know, so we're collecting you know customer purchase data we are collecting uh, inventory data sales data there's a lot that can be done with those data but retailers are not too sure where to take uh, what, what direction to take those data where as a company uh, octopus we do have multiple partnerships with data and ai companies that are then able to take this data that we are collecting uh, to turn them into more um, actionable insights or analysis that could help our retailers in terms of um, choosing merchandise for the next season in terms of uh, marketing campaigns next season i think we we want to allow our retailers to decide uh, what other providers or solutions they could use um, and, and we do have multiple partnerships with AI and data companies that have worked with us hand in hand in providing some of these um, services to our customers. So yeah, I think you're doing a, a fantastic job uh, providing that service to your your customers. Where are you seeing um, interest in this omni-channel space right now and how are you seeing uh, more and more investment coming into the industry? I think we're seeing tremendous interest in this industry right now. I think there's a lot of talk about uh, retail industry facing challenges, but what we're really seeing is that the retailers that are uh, they have survived the retail apocalypse uh, that everyone is talking about. The retail, the retailers that are thriving right now, are thriving because they have uh, been making investments technology to provide you know omni-channel experiences for their customers. So we're seeing tremendous interest uh, from the investment community, from investors looking at this space. A uh, couple of successful examples. Uh, over the past month, actually, uh, we had Lightspeed, uh, point of sale, having a successful IPO on the Toronto Stock Exchange. Um, we also had uh, Toast, uh, point of sale, raising a successful Series E uh, round last month as well. So I think there is a lot of uh, energy and interest in this space uh, at this point in time. Absolutely. Well, I think you're providing a, a very valuable uh, solution and service to your customers uh, just in helping them uh, see the value of, of omni-channel and, and what you're able to provide from that. So it's been a pleasure learning more about that today. Shoei Poon, the VP of Business Development at Octopus Management Solutions. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, and uh, I hope to uh, continue to learn more about this from you in the future. Thank you, Tyler. I look forward to that too.